Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. What's going on? What's going on? This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. And if y'all can subscribe to my YouTube, Enlighten Me, as well as my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, just search Enlighten Me five-star rating. And now we're from 44 countries to 45. It's been a little while, but we're uh, we're bringing up some good subjects right now, all uh-huh. 2021. And uh, today, I got my boy Rocco with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Rocco. What's going on, guys? I'm Rocco. Pretty sure you know me from previous podcasts. Um, That's right. I currently reside in San Diego, California, and uh, I am from New Jersey, and that's that. And uh, my boy, Jackson, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Jackson. I'm currently a U.S. recruiter from Louisiana. I'm recruiting in Chicago right now, so if y'all want to join, hit me up. And I am your host, Julian, and I am a tra- I'm actually transitioning out of being a drill sergeant. So we're going to cover both topics. Topic is joining the military and what y'all call boot camp, basic combat training for the Army. So, Jack, as being a recruiter, what do you see that seems to be the pivotal point for when people are trying to join? That's even the pivotal point that makes somebody want to join is mostly the benefits that we offer and they be in a in a financial situation where they need to find a job that's gonna that's gonna provide for them. So the, so the army offers multiple benefits, and if you join like fresh out of high school, you'll have a head start in, in your career. Definitely, definitely. I didn't join until I was like twenty three, so I waited a little too long. I'm here, baby. Definitely. Quick quick question: What about those who? didn't graduate high school in GED. Can they still, are they eligible to join? Yes, you are eligible to join with a GED, high school diploma. But you have to have one. Either one of those will qualify you to join an army. But you have to have one or the other, right? Exactly. Mm. Do you see a lot of people, uh, younger kids, like 17? I I should know this because we get them all the time. 17 to what, 20, 21? What's the average age you think you see? Average age, about, yeah, about 17, 18, 19. Average age we get coming in. Mostly high school juniors and seniors is our, is our focal point. So I'm trying to get them as soon as they graduate. Even though, even though you can join at 17 as a junior, we try to get them as soon as they, as soon as they graduate. You have to go to schools and stuff like that? Because I remember in high school, I saw the recruiters at the school just standing there. I strayed away from them, though. You talking about JROTC? I think I think that's – is that where y'all go to the school and try to recruit people? Not, not just generally, recruiters? but okay. we, do have a, we, we do have a relationship with the JROTC, but we we go to school sometimes trying to recruit them. We pass out our business cards, talk, talk to them, give them some insight on – all the benefits that we have to offer and how to join and what's what's needed to to qualify to join. Okay. Um, okay. Our next question. Go ahead, Rocco. Oh, so I just had a quick question. So uh, when it comes to policies, um, I'm basically going off with like tattoo policies. What what are the tattoo policies? What what would disqualify somebody 
from getting in the military from their tattoos? Like, what type of tattoos are restricted? All right, so during the army, we have gang tattoos that are restricted. Tattoos past past your wrists on your hand that's that's larger than a larger than a quarter. Tattoos on your neck. Tattoos on your face. Any any tattoos in those areas, they will definitely disqualify you. But in some cases, a tattoo on your hand, we, we can get a waiver for it, depending on the tattoo and the size of it. But on the mm-hmm. on the neck, if it goes past your collar, if, if it goes if it goes past your collar, then there's there's no waiver for that. Then past your, and on your face, there's no waiver for that at all. No matter what type of tattoo it is, if someone has U.S. Army on their hand, they can't get in. Cannot get in. Mm. Mm. Okay. 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 Now, uh, I think there's a new policy out. I think it's came out in the last, what, three months? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I guess we can now see previous medical records. Is that something, or am I saying it wrong? Yeah, we, we, could, we can always see the medical records when we do a review. Yes. But there's a there's a department on the way where we can go back to medical records. We can go to, to their criminal records. We can see everything in your back when we, when we do a background check. But isn't there something new? I guess kids were getting out too fast or claiming disability because they had previous injuries. I think there's a halt or something like that now that we can actually see more. Is that is that right now? That's right. I thought that was a new thing, but you're saying it's an old thing. No, nah, it's it's an it's an old thing, but it, it, it's just being brought brought more to the light now because people doing people getting in claiming old injuries that they passed off when they were going through the process of in processing. Mm-hmm. So so now it's, it's just being more focused on. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think the hardest thing or hardest? Yeah, what do you think the hardest thing is trying to recruit somebody? Is it like them smoking weed all the time or? Them acting out, trying to rob banks and all that weirdness. The hardest thing recruiting, well, in my area right now, since in Illinois, weed is legal. So, so yeah, that's that's a big obstacle that that stops them from joining. There are law violations, the background like felonies and asthma. You can't have asthma joined on. You can't be on your asthma your inhaler for at least twelve months. So, like stuff, stuff like that, and being on medication. That can stop you as well. Mm. Hey, yeah, because y'all be sending some crazy. Well, y'all be sending some interesting Whoa. individuals. <laughs> interesting. It's, it's some of them. Interesting, very interesting kids. I call them kids or trainees, whatever. Hey, they're young. They, if they qualify. They qualify. It's up to the the drill sergeants to, to whip, whip, whip them. Oh out man, don't even go there. <laughs> Whip them, whip them in the shape. That's whip them in the shape. That's your job. Yeah. So y'all don't do pre-tests or pre uh, ACFTs or ain't no way. We do pre-tests. We we make sure they they're in in height and weight regulations and height and weight standards. But uh, but the rest is up to y'all when we when we ship them off to y'all. Oh, we ain't even go there. <laughs> That's why drill sergeants don't like recruiters. That's out of control. Hey, our job is to get them in, get them in boots. Y'all job is to get them ready for their unit. Oh my goodness, Rocco, what do you think about that? What do you think? What do you think about this new military? That's well, I, I I actually had a question. I'm I'm gonna get right to that, but I actually had a question. Um, 
So, all right. Because I'm in the military too, in case you guys didn't know. I'm in the Navy. So oh. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do do recruiters have to meet some type of quota to, to, to get people in every month? Do they have to meet some type of quota to get people in? Because it seems like recruiters, it seems like recruiters would would literally tell you anything in order for you to sign that paper, right? When I first got in, okay, I went into the Navy recruiting office. I was telling him, you know, I was telling him about my situation and stuff like that. He's like, oh, yeah, we can get waivers for that. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, okay, it seems too easy. It seems too good to be true. And then he just comes out with like, you see that car outside? I look outside. There's a Mercedes Benz 2000, 2017, because it was 2017 back in the day. 2017 Mercedes Benz. Mm. He's like, you see that? You join the military, you can cop one of those in your first year of being in the military. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, wow, this guy, this guy is really good. I feel like he's doing this. I feel like he did this multiple times. But you know what's you know what's crazy? Just by him saying that, I fucking joined the Navy. Because he got me. He got me. He got me. He got me with a car. I seen that Mercedes Benz AMG six C sixty three. And I said, I can get that out of boot camp. He said, Yep. I said, sign me up. You know, with an APR of 23%, something like that. You see, APR 23%. Come on, man. I was mad as hell. Now, that you was, we know. For, for him, that was that was his, his little golden ticket because <laughs> you, everything else checked out, but, but you were still giving him a hard time to, to actually join. Let me sweeten the deal for you. That's that's all he needed just to, just to push you over. But as for your question about the like the quotas, technically. Each each recruiter does not have a quota to meet. The quota is the, the the numbers is on the battalion. Then it goes down to the company. Mm. So the so the, so each recruiting station has a number, has a quota, but they divvy that out through how many recruiters they have in the station. Okay, so, okay. so so they're just getting getting numbers for their station. So it's not it's not like each, each recruiter has a number, but they do. Have have like if they don't get if they don't put anybody in like like roller donut as they call it, they do have training they have to go to when they do that. But technically, the, the recruiter does not have a have a quota. Now, right, okay, so back, right. back in back in the day, yeah, back in the day, yeah, but but now it's a little different. But okay, so back to the question you asked me previously, JJ. How do I feel about the new military? I honestly feel like the new military is a hundred percent soft. These people are soft. They they try their hardest to get out of any type of deployment, knowing what they signed up for. When you sign up for the military, there's what an eighty five percent chance that you you might go on deployment. Some people get lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The actual statistics, but I'm pretty sure it's a pretty high statistic that you're going to go on deployment. So just have that in mind when you are signing that dotted line. When you're in boot camp, just think when you get out of boot camp, you might be going on deployment. You might be gone for nine months to a year without seeing your family. But the new generation, they're soft. That's what I think. I honestly think they're soft. <laughs> well, uh, that, that's 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 my opinion on this. And then uh, I think I will not change my opinion. I think yeah. times are changing uh, based upon what's going on in the world itself 
I wouldn't say just the United States and the world itself that a lot of entitlement, you know, uh, instant gratification, things of like that. I feel this type of way, so I should be able to uh, get what I want. Like, what's the magic word? Uh, I feel assaulted. That's what they say sometimes. So, or offended. So, uh, when you say something like that, that just transitions to our, our military because, you know, the military is made up of the United States. So, it just trickles in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. See, my first duty station was in, in Bagram, Afghanistan. Right out of oh, AIP. Oh, they got you. Damn, damn. Mine was Korea, and I and I did see a lot of um, undisciplined soldiers, and that's why they implemented drill sergeants in our uh, AIT for you, Rocco. That's like our school for our for our MOS or our job. It was it was it was wild. It was wild. So I'm glad they put some drill sergeants back in there. We'll see where it goes from there. But I know a lot of kids um, when we get them to basic combat training or boot camp, what people say, a lot of them aren't fit, and that's just our new generation. Like they've never picked up anything besides a remote or a fork to their mouth. So it's 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 challenging to try to establish some type of fair grounds for them to develop that type of muscular endurance and that positive mindset within ten weeks. I was I hoping they, they would extend it. Oh, definitely. You know, you, you say Call of Duty. I've, I've talked to, like, I, I watch anime, so I can relate to them in that note. So I have to actually put myself a little further out there because these kids are so sheltered in some instances. So I can reach out to them in different languages, like anime, uh, running, working out, and stuff like that. And that draws their attention in. Because back in the day, that's all it was is, oh, I'm joining the military to kill Call of Duty. That's all I saw. But 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 right now the, the norm is, is just, just adapting to that because that's how that's how most of of our young kids are. They yeah they wasn't out there playing in the streets. How, how we were to the to the street lights came on. They wasn't out there falling down, stand staying out late. They was they they at the house playing games. They they doing less physical activities, and they, and they they are a little soft. And, and the army is just, is just adapting to that so so that we can't. So that we can accommodate them, but not accommodate them, and and have them li- live up to the standards. Yeah, the military standard, and I think that's another thing. Uh, there was a study I was doing, uh, brought up. I think at work today, a gentleman was saying that uh, kids these days aren't don't have enough bone density or strength to actually endure vigorous workouts because their lack of, I guess, working out, their lack of activity. So their bones are getting broken a lot faster and not developing as fast because their lack of ability to do anything. I agree that's with where that. we are. That's where we are now. And it's challenging. So this, is, this, challenging. Is, yeah, this is very interesting because Jack is the one who recruits them. JJ, you are the one who gets them when they first come in. You get them fresh. So it's like it's like Jack is sending them to you, basically. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's laughing. Is he laughing right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's basically laugh. sending these civilians to you. Yeah. And all right, talk about boot camp a little bit. Once these people decide to become, you know, I guess soldiers, right? Once we, yeah. you know, how do you go about these new recruits? Um, basically, I mean, do they have out. to be like physically fit? Do they, can they just, you know, be somewhat in shape or how does that work? So majority of the ones we get now, especially as we were saying in today's society, they're not really fit at all. You know, 
some of them have worked out. Some of them are older, so they've done a little bit more. I understand the concept of I need to be physically fit. I need to have a sharp mind. You know, it's it's uh we're all going. The military is going and drawn to a holistic holistic type of health and physical fitness training, which is mind, body, and not just mind, body, and soul, not just physicality. So with that being said, we're trying to implement that now where we can support them in different manners and not just be like, okay, go pull this, go move this, you know? So it's, it's challenging, but it's, I think the military is going in the right direction, but I do get a lot of kids who, again, have never done anything. I've had kids lose 30 pounds. I've had kids gain 25 pounds because they eat once a day. Or we had kids that were never active. All they did was play Call, call of Duty and lift a fork to their mouth. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So <laughs> me trying to implement that and see where they are and not just yell at them, but understand the concept of where they're coming from has taken some time, some extra time. And we only have 10 weeks to get these kids right. You know, their, their parents, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I usually say, but their parents, you know, they didn't hold them to a certain standard before they joined. Okay, so we're talking about boot camp now, right? That's what we're talking about, right? Boot camp. Yes. So yes. let's talk about let's talk about boot camp then. How long is boot camp in the army? For those Tim. who want to join the army, how long do they have to how long do they have to mentally prepare themselves to be away when they go to boot camp in the army? Ten weeks. Ten weeks. And now they have their phones every Sunday. Wow, that's oh. something new. I never I never even I never knew that. This is definitely a that's new army. Right. Yes, they have their phones uh every Sunday. Ten weeks. Yeah, when I had my phone back in the day when I, I joined what 2013 and I got my phone, I didn't even know how to use it. I said, like, What is this? What is this? I got my phone like three times in, in basic. I thought it was a setup, I, honestly. And and one how, more how, when we graduated. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, with the phone, yeah, the phone shit. I I what I didn't know what the hell. When once I got out of boot camp and I saw my phone. And I saw everybody else's phone. I'm like, I got iPhones. What, what, what the fuck is this? I have that. I have iPhone nines. Like, what? I have a I have a Motorola trap phone. I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell I was. I didn't know what a I was doing. Flip jump. I had a little flip phone. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to upgrade. But all right, but so JJ, so how how okay? An estimate. How how big are your classes? Like, how big is like your boot camp classes? So Pre COVID, we were. 65, 63 kids per platoon. So you okay. times, that by, times that by four. And we only had two. I remember we had two drills at one time. It was just me and uh, my senior Thompson, senior drill sergeant Thompson. It was just me and him. And it was it was tiring. It was tiresome. Like we're, we're working like 16 hour days, sometimes 13 days straight, sometimes six days straight. Like it was just okay. on the body. Okay, I asked you that question for a reason. I asked you the reason how big your platoons are for a reason. So you said about 64 each platoon, right? We've got 64? up to 65, 63, yes. On average, how big are your, your uh, platoons? Usually they're, uh, they aim for 60. Okay, 60. At the end of that boot camp, at the end of boot camp, how many do you think graduate? Um, I'd say per platoon, I'll say my platoon probably like 53. A lot of injuries. Uh, a lot of people just mentally weren't ready yeah, for being away from their, their, their parents. It's a lot of mental, you know. That's a lot the key. Of that is the key word. That is the key word. People yeah. that listen to this podcast need to have their mental on A1. Like, you need to be mentally ready to join the military. 
you uh, it, it's, it's 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 good to be physically fit, cool, but yeah, it's all about being mentally prepared, right? Yep. Cuz people don't get that. Week. People don't get that, right? People don't get that. Everybody wants to work out fucking three times a day cuz they know they're going to the army, right? They want to keep working out, being the biggest person, but the biggest person can be the most pussiest person, right? Yeah. It's all well, about your mental. The smallest guy could be like the, the most successful person. Because his mental is is stable, you have to have a good mental before you join the military, right? A lot of them express a positive propensity to serve, so it's it's nice. But you know, as we draw on and go and start develop, like we start doing classes, start going to the range, start doing combat and stuff like that, they start wanting to quit because they're starting to miss their family. They get they get homesick, you know. And you see that the most in the defect because I guess psychological says when you start eating food, it gives you memories of your family and stuff like that. It's like your downtime. And that's when a lot of them start breaking down in the defect. It's kind of it's kind of chaotic. Right. But it is all mental. And I and I tell them that, you know, sometimes I, they call it taking your hat off where I talk to them like normal adults. And I tell them, like, hey, you can get through this. The fastest way to get through and graduate is to get through this normal. Trying to get out and stuff like that takes a lot more time and paperwork. I've had kids that try to get out in the beginning of the first two weeks. They stayed longer than graduation. Right, right, exactly. They need to understand that it's, not, it's nothing personal. That's, that's what I had, I had to realize. In my head, when they were yelling at me and stuff like that, I was just like, this isn't personal. This is their job. They're doing their job. That's it. They're not, that's it. they don't even know you. They don't personally know you. Whatever. Exactly. Who cares? They they're just doing their job, and that's what the re- the recruits need to to realize. Yeah. So those like, that want to join the military, and when once you start getting yelled at for weeks, weeks, and weeks at a time, just know that that drill sergeant, that RTC or whatever, whatever, whatever branch you go to, they're just doing their job. It's not personal. Just have a mental, a strong mental mindset for this type of a uh, job that you're about to acquire, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I, I don't let anything impede on my mindset of these kids are going to be the next soldiers, the next drill sergeant, the next president or senators, whatever it is. So I, I, I tell them all the time, I'm training y'all to get ready for the, the next step, because down the road, when I have kids or your great can kids, you're going to be in the position I'm in. You know, so I'm not here to hurt or hinder you. I want you to grow. I want you to graduate. And a lot of them think there's some type of vendetta because I correct them. You're going to act out. I'm going to correct you. It's discipline and order. That's all there is to yeah. it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Out of all the recruits you have, how long you been a drill sergeant, man? How long you been a drill sergeant? It was two years, August 2019. Two years. So you, okay. So I guess you, you pushed about you, you pushed about a, a good. I don't. I, I honestly don't know the army algorithm, but I'm guessing you pushed about over 15, 20 platoons. Within your two years, um, or no? so usually it's what ten weeks, two years. I'm like, I'm too late to be doing math, but yes, that pushed a lot of kids out. You know, you push and, a lot of kids out, right? Yes. Okay, let people know what is the number one reason why the kids tap out. What is the number one reason that you see personally why kids tap out? Why kids say, "I can't do this no more. I want to get out." What's what's your reason? What's the reason mental. that you? It's it's all mental. Any anything specific, like any like like anything specific mentally? Just why kids just don't want to do it no um, more? Homesick. Um, it's it's honestly like it's a lot of homesick. A lot of a lot of the kids, a lot of people. Even I've had even older men who are married with two kids. They've they've gotten homesick and wanted to give up. So it's not just like the seventeen year olds, eighteen year olds. I've had thirty two year olds. I've had thirty four year olds wanting to give up and stuff like that. But it's it's just all mental. 
you got to understand yeah. that it's going to go by quick once you start doing more things. The days just start blending. And before you know it, you're wearing your beret. You're donning your beret, and you're wearing your little U.S. Army patch, and you're about to graduate. And, and you feel accomplished at that at that point, right? You feel very accomplished. They do. A lot of them have come up to me and said, I don't know why they're talking to me, but they, they come up to me and say, thank you, Drill Sergeant. Well, like, they like you. Like, they they, they no, like you. They, 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 I'm not they, there they for know. them to like me, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm obviously, like, they, they, they know but, well, obviously, some, some, some of them know that you're doing your job. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, they, they, they thank me, and it's, you know, that's I'm just doing my job. I, I take it for what it is. I'm like, training, carry on, and I, and that's all it is. I'm there to train them because, again, I want them to perpetuate the fact that they can transcend in every realm. And I tell them, no matter what happens here, if you keep this and harness what's going on here and embed it in your life, you can get over anything. So this is just the first step and the first yeah, tool yeah, that's, you need that's, to utilize that's, that's, that. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. So, Jack. Yeah. Jack, you are a recruiter, right? So, how many, what's the percentage of the amount of kids that come to you with their parents? Do a lot of kids come with you, come <laughs> to you with their parents? A lot, a like, lot do, do people... come, a lot do come with their parents. And, and it's, it's mostly because their parents want to, their parents want to be there. That was my next question, though. That was my next question. But go ahead. Yeah, cause, cause their parents want to be there, be there with their kids, cause, cause it's it's a it's a big step in their life to join the military. Yep, exactly. And uh, go ahead. And they want that 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 support with them going to a recruiting station. You know what to what to expect walking to a recruiting station. You got a bunch of military people. You don't know the environment until you get there, and then, and and actually start talking to them. And the parents, the parents, they have the most questions. Yeah, they, want, they do. They do. Yeah. They, they want to know what their little baby gonna be doing. If if their child's gonna be taken care of, being undisciplined. Uh-huh. They, they, they already know that their child is, is undisciplined. <clears throat> some, some some of them some of them even admit that, and they say yes. This this why this why I want them to join the army. Hey, listen, I tell parents all the time on graduation day, "How's my child?" And I stare at them and I look at their child, and I'm like, "Undisciplined." Start, trying to start a riot. Then when you get the no, you're the trying to you're trying to play mind games. That's what you do. You like to play mind <laughs> nah, games with these with these, with these nah, worried man. parents. These parents are worried, and you're trying to play mind games. With no, them. they're happy. It's graduation soldier day. They're happy. They're, they're happy. They're, they're ecstatic. They, they, yeah, but 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 you're still saying, oh, he's he's undisciplined. It's a good little do, mind game. But. You know what they do? They ask me, and I'm like, I tell them all the time, Trey's, I'm not your friend. All right. Well, that, can you meet my my parents? No, I don't want to meet your parents. <laughs> I'm not gonna. But you parents. still wind up meeting them, though, right? Well, I run into them as I'm leaving, and then they ask me a question. I said, "Drains, if you tell me to meet your parents, I'm gonna tell them that you're undisciplined." Why, Joe Sergeant? Because I told you not to do it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, Jack, how long you been recruiting for? I've been recruiting for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yep. I'm pretty sure you 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 ran to people. You ran to kids that. Who didn't want to join, but their parents like you seen you kind of seen that their parents was like forcing them to join. Have you ran into anybody like that? Like it's kids who was hesitant, hesitant to join to join, but the parents was more adamant of like, yes, yes, sign them up. Like, have you ran into that? I run into that a lot. Well, the the parents are basically signing them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was that seventeen year olds? I guess. 17 year olds, right? The parents are basically signing them up, and, and and basically that's not their decision. They don't want to do it, but the parents are making them do it, right? Yeah, I've I've heard 
like 20, I think it was going on 21 year old parents brought him in there because what they were still living at their parents' house. So, so parents were like, hey, okay, All right. so, so as a recruiter, as a recruiter, yeah, even though you see that this kid is shaking in his boots because he does not want to join. Do you still are you still on the parent side? Like you're still trying to get him in? Like yeah, come in, yeah. You, no, you'll be. Are, are you still trying to like for, like force him in along with the parents, or do you sort of have sympathy for the kid and like uh, I mean, if you don't want to do this, you know, it's it's, it's tough. You don't want, you know. How do you? But I I just tell him about it. I don't I don't force them to I don't force them to join, but eventually. They they end up wanting to after after I talk after I talk to them and tell them tell them what all they can get out of it and how 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 they how they they can become better from it. So you basically you just have a slick mouthpiece. You just love the you like the talking. You like no, to talk people everything. in. No, he just knows what it is in the military when there's an army as the best. Yeah, yeah. Body force it, yeah, in, the military, okay. in the military. It's like I'm playing devil's advocate now. I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay, he knows what it is, but you don't know what that child's going through in his mind. His parents don't even probably know. His parents are forcing them. He doesn't even know how to tie his shoes yet, so I'm gonna be surprised. I mean, he's 17 years old. I mean, I'm pretty sure he he knows a little hey, bit about life. Know, a little not, bit about you life. Would not believe what I've seen. A little bit about. I'm 17 years old. I'm pretty sure he knows a little bit he about life. He don't even know how to tie his shoes yet. So he don't know how to tie his shoes yet. But look, I I just tell him my army, my story, what 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 I was doing, what I was doing before I joined the army, when I joined the army, and, and how how I'm doing way better since I've been in the army. Mm. I don't. I don't force them to join. I just tell them benefits. I just keep it real with them. Tell them it's gonna be hard yeah. sometimes. Some good times, some bad times. You're gonna you're gonna make you're gonna meet a lot of people. You're gonna learn a lot of stuff. You're gonna you're gonna come out better, a better person. But you gotta. I mean, I know that you're a recruiter and you're trying to make your quotas and you're trying to you know recruit these people. But you you really gotta. I mean, I'm not telling you what you have to do, but I would assume that like. Like this recruiter is not telling me everything, because obviously military is, I guess, military majority bullshit. But in the benefits, you you reap you reap the benefits, right? You reap the benefits, but military is mostly bullshit. Would you would you agree or, you what do you think? I say logically, like when when you're in a unit, some of the stuff some of the stuff logically don't don't make sense all the time. But no, not logically. I'm just talking about physically. What you've been through. You think you've oh. been through more bullshit than 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 positives? What, what do you think? Me, more positive than yeah. bullshit. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's a weird thing. What about you, JJ? What do you think? Yeah, same thing. I mean, it's like any other job. You love to hate it, but the army's always treating me well on the in the end round. Like they've looked in out the end round, right? But you deal with like a lot of bullshit on well, the way. I mean, that's, that's that's what any job. I think you a deal lot with of, it uh, in the civilian side. Yeah, there's a well, lot. I think the army's just more. Organized in civilian jobs, and I keep hearing that. Like when a lot of people get out, they're like, "Man, these civilians don't know what they're doing. Like it's so unorganized." Like I'm used to just having that type of military mindset where everybody's kind of on the same accord. You know, even if it is offbeat, we still know what we're doing in the missions. Mm-hmm. And if a, if a child, overall, if if somebody wants to join the army, they're gonna join it. If, if they don't, then they not. You can't force them to sign. You can't force them to sign up for it. You can just tell no, them. That's true. If someone if someone is down to their last resort and they have nothing else, you know that's 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 what essentially half of the military 
is in our in the military for because they, they were down to their last resort. They didn't know what to do at that point. So they said, you know, I'm about to join the military. I get benefits and all this shit. They just think about the positives. They're just like, you know, I get benefits and stuff like that. So a lot of people join because of that. Yeah, I, I've had some people join because um, I've, I've had a couple people come up to me and say, hey, Joseph, I got to talk to you. I'm like, what the fuck? So, you know, when they talk to me, I take up my, okay, I talk to them like a normal human being because it's, you know, something pertinent. And there's like, Joseph, this is the only thing I have left. I, I don't have a home. You know, so that's why I can see and tell like this person is putting in extra effort to make sure they are passing everything. You know, they want it. That's their angle. They have nothing to go home to. So a lot, a lot of kids and people, I call them kids, but trainees, they don't have anything left. So they, this is what, the, this is it. This is the end all be all. Hey, so that's where they join. Just because it's, it's their last resort, they qualify to join the army. Yeah. If they don't qualify, they can't come even. No, no matter how how bad they want to join. Okay, so yeah, go, go ahead, Jay. We we're, we're just about to ask. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you about to say something. Go ahead. So as far as I'm, I'm still on Jack's Jack's situation. So he's the recruiter, right? Okay. If someone has misdemeanor of. This for example, someone has a misdemeanor and it was for like marijuana, drugs, right? They have missed it's a misdemeanor though, but drugs. Are they disqualified or qualified? What can they still get in or that's it? That depends. Because for for some misdemeanors, we can we can get a waiver for it. What about drugs though? I'm like drugs, like whatever type of drug, whatever, but it's a drug misdemeanor they have. Can they get a waiver for that? I mean, like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who want to know that. In some in some cases, you can get a waiver for it, but but most cases you cannot. It it is it, it's a case by case basis, depend on depend on what they were charged for, what was the outcome of it. If they if they had to pay fines or whatever, you just you just gather all the information from the from the misdemeanors and, and you send it up to the, the waiver department. That's crazy because, you know, the army is, is definitely different from the navy because I'm in the navy. Right? I, I, listen, I'm, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, yeah. yeah, that's also like, something back, that you take into effect. Back in the day, Joe was like, like, no, like that was a, a definite no. Now things changing, stuff becoming legal. No, and, but and, no, but no, 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 not even because when. When I decided to join the Navy, this was in 2015, when I tried to join, I had a misdemeanor for possession of marijuana. It was a misdemeanor. And and I went to the Army recruiter. He he told me no. Like The Army recruiter told me no. They tried to do their thing, but they said no. Um, obviously, I, I didn't even go to the Air Force. No. So, but I went to the Navy, though. I went to the Navy, and, and the, the recruiter was like, Oh, the that's, Navy, that's all you have. That's all you have. Oh yeah, the Navy. The we can, Navy we is can more get than any branch. Say again. The the Navy is more lenient than any branch when it comes to joining. You hear that, people that's listening? Join the Navy. You see the most countries as well. Whoa, you see, you see, yeah, you all, see the most places as well, big, guys. Big do this. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. No, you can know. You can Google. That's a that's a that's a Snapple top fact. That's a Google fact. You can. The Navy sees the most. So Air Force is the hardest, Navy is the easiest. Jack, stop. Don't do that, Jack. Not on this podcast, Jack. To John, yeah. He's trying to represent. Listen, 
think the Marines. <laughs> I think I think the Marines would be the easiest. Right, Marine, Marines, Navy, about the same thing. Yeah, they same thing. It's, it's, All they right, no, no, that's, 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 I mean, we work with them. Yes, we, we definitely work with the Marines. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but the, but thing. the Air Force is off the Army. The, the Air Force. You is the, the Army. Okay, so okay, okay, we're, we're, we're gonna be off that. All right, so the <laughs> Army boot camp. The Army boot camp is ten weeks, right? As you said, it's ten weeks. Correct. Correct. The Navy boot camp is eight weeks. Air Force is eight and a half weeks, and I think the Marine. I don't know what the Marines. I'm not sure what the Marines is. What do you think? Trash. What is the Marine? It's like trash. twelve weeks. I, they had the longest boot camp, right? It's like twelve weeks, right? It's like trash. Yeah, yeah they'd be on some weird stuff. Well, tra- trash. Well, the point is of this the, the podcast, people. <laughs> if you want to see the most countries, join the Navy. Hey man, at the end, I'll be all, I can, I can literally, all. I can literally, I can literally name twenty countries that I've been to. In the past seven, I mean seven, like five years. Five years, you see twenty countries. That's he, he's you, you seen don't it from the boat. No, no, no. We pull in these countries before COVID. Before COVID, we were pulling in. I, I, I wasn't on the boat during COVID. During That's COVID, I are you? Are you? Great. The Navy does do a basic. I just ain't being on a boat. The boat, the boat sink. I, you know, I can swim. I'm one of the lucky few who can swim. But that's a long swim to the next island. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. And also, business though, hey Jack, you know about the war going on right now, right? The the Ukraine mm-hmm. war, Russian war. Yep. You know that, right? Um, I'm so I've been seeing that a lot of people are trying to sign up for the military. Yeah. Correct. I mean, so have you up. ever have you experienced that personally since that the war started going on? Have you experienced more uh, more people coming in? It's it's a mixture. It's it's a lot of people that want to that that want to join because of the because of the what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, and that's people that that don't want to join because of what's going on with that because they don't want to be sent out there. Because yeah. They think they're gonna get sent out there. They, they don't want to join. Some people trying to join just because of that. But the people that that are trying to join because of that, like some of them is because they got country pride. Pride. They wanna. They wanna. They wanna do that. Others, yeah. Yeah, because they, they they think the requirements are going down and it's gonna be easier to join now because of that. And and they don't even qualify. And, and they still don't qualify for it. Is that the case, though? Is it is it easier to join the military now because of that? Not yet. When they so we, when they when they when they send new regs out to change it and and more waivers to be accepted, then then it, if if we actually go to war, it's gonna be easier. Yeah, when we go to but, war, but, they start recruiting. Yeah, but but since since we're not out there doing it, it's it's, it's the same. Nothing changed yet. And, and that's where the shark attack originated from. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the shark attack, Rocco. Like when you go off the bus, I, I, all not, the yelling. So not, basically, right. when you, we had a shark attack. They took it away uh, probably then last year. Well, last year they took it away. But when I first started being in the drill, there was a shark attack. So like when they first get off the bus, you you know, it's just chaos. I love it. I love chaos. So it's just chaos, yelling, running up and down, put your bags down, put your, lift your bags up. You know, it's just it's just vigorous, chaotic. 
and they took that away because the shark attack was what for the Vietnam War, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, where they we needed people, so they got drug dealers, they got murderers from the prisons, stuff like that, and that's where the shark attack originated from. But we're waving, we're straying away from that now because we're not in war. I think if a war did pick up, we probably we wouldn't bring the shark attack back. But again, as you were relating to what he was saying, that we would start recruiting more and waivers would be presented out to recruit more people. I mean, the yeah. military is pretty solid right now in their numbers from what I checked last. Mm. Okay. It's challenging getting recruits in because, again, a lot of people don't make it. They're not qualified. And I'm pretty sure the Army – is. The army boot camp isn't isn't that hard, is it? It's not really that hard, right? Well, I mean, you're taking the child who's been with their mother or father all their lives, and then yeah. you're putting them in a whole new. It's a culture shock, you know. They're not yeah. they're not ready for that. It's, it's a lot of mental, and again, stemming from what society's going through and straying from that. That's their mentality's not there, you know. Instant gratification, even in adults, we want it now, so I deserve it now. You can't tell me anything other. So it's just trickling down to these kids. So, I mean, we're the, honestly the ones to blame, but technology is too. Okay. So, Jack, are you 100% honest with these people? When they, when they, when they come to your recruiting office, you, do you literally tell them what it is, what they're going to go through on a daily in boot camp? Do you, do you tell them that they're going to have a lot of – they're going to lack a lot of sleep? Do you tell them that? They're not going to be able to get really no sleep in. They got they to they gotta shit and piss in front of – 40, 50 dudes at the shower, at the shower in front of 50, 60 dudes. Do you tell them this? You eat three meals a day. What they do in the Navy? Giving. I didn't do that. What they do in the Navy? Well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, do that's, that. Well, that's, that's, that's the Navy. That's the Navy. That's the Navy. That's the Navy. What y'all doing? Well I, well, I did take showers in front of like 12 guys. I think it was like 12 guys or something like that back in the day. But that was an reception so well, i'm not gonna say there. 50 people but uh, we, we we go in like sections where the showers isn't big oh. enough for like 50 people so it'd be like like 15 people per like we, you know we was had that showers during... with a bay but we had walls between each other in, yeah we had walls oh, no, no no we didn't have walls we didn't have walls we was in one whole show it was two shower the, the whole two time? shower heads during yeah. your whole little navy basic uh, training, every time we shower, yes, it was literally two shower heads. It was a it was, a, it was one big bathroom with little two shower heads, and like six, wait, 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 wait. six people, six people on one so side, and y'all were sharing the shower heads at the same damn time. We had to, bro. That was, that was, that was, that's oh, nah, but well, that's that jail time right there. Uh, yeah, 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 hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. That's, that's why the, that's why the navy is essentially a little bit more uh, tougher than army. You know? Oh, here we go. I wouldn't say all that. Well, you got to buy it, obviously, right? I would say no. It's just it's you're talking just about empir- your, it's empirical. Like, what do you mean? Y'all boys yeah, got sleep people than... on, on one shower head. <laughs> hey, hey, Bucko. I, I would, I wouldn't call that tough. <laughs> we had a harder life. That's what you talking about. We had a harder I life. Oh no, there's a difference between harder and not smarter, and I think that, <laughs> that that's not hey, smart. Six dudes on one shower head. <laughs> <laughs> that, ain't like it. That, that ain't it. That ain't it. That was your best part of basic training. <laughs> you, you about to start cutting up. Hey, listen, man. We have 50 minutes right now, man. I think it's a good session. Hey, yeah, yeah. We did good, man. We did. I know some people just wanted to 
just just the basics of basic and uh, join the military. So hopefully we can influence more people to join the greatest the greatest military in the world. You know, America. USA. Well, I heard, I heard, I heard. I don't know we're the greatest military in the world, but I know one thing: we are the greatest navy in the world. I'll tell you that we we hear what that all the time. Going on here? We Y'all are the best. Heads. Nah, I don't care what we do. We exactly. If we share shower heads, that'll be so tough. We are the best. We are the greatest navy in the world. I don't know about the army. I don't know. I don't know how y'all doing. Maybe I think oh, Russia got that beat. Russia got the army. Yeah. Y'all, y'all what? Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that one. But we. I don't know about none. None of the other branches. But I know the navy is. The, we have the best navy in America. In navy. America, yeah, yeah, in America, yeah. No, no, I'm, 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 pardon me, in, in the world, in the world. Mm, dang, I should have said that. You're always swabbing the deck, though. Well, you got to swab the deck. You know, you got to swab the deck. Swab, swab. Always swabbing the deck. Always swabbing. That's that's swabbing. Listen, man, if anybody wants to join the military, I would I would try I would definitely shoot for the Air Force first. If the Air Force denies you, definitely do Navy next. So let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity to work for Space Force, would you? No. I would not. You got your damn mind. You can get a job with NASA, CIA, FBI. I don't give a damn. What the hell you talking about, man? I ain't ain't, I'm not getting in space. Space Force. They don't share shower heads. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> you know what? This podcast is over, guys. Ah, hey, 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 sign me out, sign me out, cut out whatever you want. Buckle, buckle. <laughs> hey, hey, sign me out, man. Hey, Rocco, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Uh-huh. There he is. There he is. All right, now nah, we're gonna wrap this up, though. Nah, hey, nah, nah, nah. If you guys want to go to Dubai, if you want to go to oh Australia, if you want to go to any it's any kind of country, out. you want to go to Africa, Djibouti, you want to go to UK, Dubai. you want to go to Spain, anything, you have that opportunity with the Navy, hundred percent. Army, you're not about to go to no. I don't think you're going to Spain and the Army. You're not about to go to no Australian Army. You're not doing that. And the Army, you're going to you're going to South Korea. Charger RT off the bat. Navy, you get a Hellcat. So join the Navy, guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know, been to Italy, Japan, Dubai, Qatar, mm. in the army. That's what you mean. Sign me out, JJ. You been signed out. You coming back with the Navy? Trying to um, okay. The Navy. Sign, sign, sign us out, man. It's over. It's, it, we we. It's, 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 <laughs> you don't like that. Hey, Jack. You anything to say? <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. we ain't never had six dudes on one shower head in the army. <laughs> All right, listen. So it was if, like if a, you want your own. It wasn't. Shower listen, head, listen. It wasn't one. Army. Listen, it wasn't one. Up. It wasn't one shower head, but I it was like. Okay, listen, listen, listen. This, this is how it was. It was okay, okay. okay. It was. It was. I was obviously a shower platform area, right? And it was two like shower poles, but each of those poles had like shower heads off of them, like. Branching off of them like a tree. Oh, I like, asked you if two dudes were sharing one shower head. You said you no. Know. So it's more like it's multiple shower heads on one like pole. So he it's two poles. It's like it's like four. It's like four <laughs> poles. It's like four shower heads on each pole. So it's not we're not sharing one shower head. We're, we're yeah. We're I asked sharing. you that for clarification. But, at the, but 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 at the same time we are showering together. I don't know how yeah, the army. I mean. But, I mean, you do that in a locker room and footballs, basketball, all baseball. And the Navy, too, because the Navy trying to toughen you up, man. Wait, 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 wait. How does, how I, don't, does I don't think that toughens you up. Listen, listen, you got to understand. 
Hey, you gotta understand. Listen, you ain't scared of shower. Hey, you ain't scared of shower another man. You ain't scared of nothing. First of all, he said he's toughened up. What part of you? Hey, you ain't scared of shower another man. You ain't scared of nothing. Whoa, you ain't scared of nothing. You army guys are a little sweet over there, though. You know what? This 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 isn't the time to do this. We're trying to get positive knowledge out. So go ahead, sign us up. I've been trying to sign you. You coming back with defenses and defenses. That's it. That's it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right. You good, all right. Jack? He said, "What part of you?" Hey, so Jack, you got anything to say before we close this out? Wait, what Jack just say? I say, oh, okay. y'all have a good night. Hope y'all enjoy the podcast. <laughs> all right, Rocco, what's up? You got anything to say, Bucko? You guys join the Navy, one one navycom This is the best Navy in the world. I don't know about the Army, Did but you this say is the best one navycom this is the what? best Navy in the world. You can't call 1-800-NAVY.com, can you? How about you shut up, Mr. Army Man? <laughs> Take hey. your stupid hat off. I, I hate your fucking hat. I hate your little drill sergeant hat. It's stupid. I don't like that. You're like an old man. You're like the Undertaker. We trying to I'm sign out. You got an Undertaker hat on. Hey, you trying to go? I'm trying. You got an Undertaker hat on. Stop you playing with me. To go on low, Come on, man. You like a straight cowboy. You you, hey, you like you from the bayou. Hey, man. I, you from I, the, I, you... See, I see showering with all them gentlemen that you did made you tough. All right. So I'm, I'm hey, just going to digress myself right now and close. Please do. Please digress. Man. Call me Digress. Hold on, son. You look like a Popeye Sailor Man. Stop playing with me. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Why do you keep going? Oh, Popeye. Got a little anchor on your arm. All right. So this is your host, Julian. We're signing off. Thank y'all for tuning in. Enlighten me.